Welcome inside the Celtics Life Podcast. I'm Mark Allison here with Luis Gonzalez. And for the next several podcasts, and hopefully a few more, as long as the Celtics are rolling in the playoffs, we're switching things up a bit for a playoff-friendly format. Uh, we're going to cover the week's big events still and dive into the playoff picture since that's what everyone's thinking about right now. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Um, if you guys do like the podcast, please give us five-star ratings on whatever you listen to on iTunes. Um, it, it really helps a lot with everything with the podcast. We are doing that Paul Pierce mailbag later this week. We got some great stuff from you guys, so and thanks again for, for that stuff. As of now, so we're sitting, the Celtics are sitting at 2-2, two and two, coming off a really, really rough loss on uh, Sunday against the Wizards. Um, we're going to get into that in a second. But first, yesterday, we had a little uplifting uh, Area 21 KG show on TNT or in... Uh, that we had our, ourselves a mini 08 Celtics reunion. Some pretty cool stuff. I mean, you yes, guys check I it did. out, right? I don't know if it was, I don't know. It, maybe it was uplifting. Maybe it, I guess everybody has their own, has their own well, feelings right, about yeah. it. it depending yeah. on how you feel about Ray yeah. and, you know. Well, yeah. So, I mean, there, there was a lot of fun stuff though. Doc Rivers popping up was pretty cool. Um, so for anyone that didn't see it, I mean, I, I assume most of you did, but it was KG. He had Pierce, uh, Glenn Davis, Perkins, Rondo, all on his show. Um, they were talking all kinds of yeah. stuff from the 08 Celtics. Um, even Sam Cassell was he's, there. What was Sam Cassell doing? Yeah, there? he's like he behind the scenes. I think he might work. Yeah, I think he might work. All right. So he hooked his yeah. boy up with a job, right? Because, I mean, he I mean, he played with Cassell back in um, Minnesota, even before yeah. he was with the Celtics, so. Yeah, so that that's cool though. I I but I at first I was like, what the hell? He looks so different yeah. with glasses on. Yeah. His alien eyes. And don't forget to mention that Paul Pierce but, was sitting in a wheelchair. Yeah, well, that was that. Yeah, so so then Doc Doc comes on the screen, and the funniest thing about this was Doc comes on and he, yeah, you know, everyone's pumped to see Doc except for oh. Glenn Davis, who's been talking so much yeah. shit about him lately. You know, he should be fired, and he's not as he's overrated coach. He fell into the spot at the right time, and it was so all The first time I, I watched it, it was so cringeworthy to see Davis sitting there. Like, he was just completely out of it, like, when, when Doc popped up on the screen, and everyone else is laughing and having a good time, and he was just displaced. Yeah, I, re- just I, I remember there. I didn't um, watch it live, but I saw a video of it. And my first thought is, why does Glenn Davis look so, like, out of it? Like, I just, yeah, I, oh, no. man, it, it made my just my skin crawl just like seeing him in the yeah, awkward. Yeah, it was it was, yeah. it was so awkward. weird, right? But, but but Doc played it off fine. Like he didn't seem anything no. awkward about it at all. And then in fact, and then he clowned Davis for it later, saying, um, you know, Glenn's been giving me a lot of uh, giving me a lot of crap or whatever it was he said. And uh, and then he he was talking about Glenn. <laughs> gaining weight during training camp, which he said is virtually impossible. And they found out that he was going through the dinner line twice. He was the first one in there and he would eat and then leave and come back an hour later and oh, pretend that he no. was never there before. Like, oh, no. And they found that out after the fact. Somebody spotted him go through two times. That oh, is man. hilarious. Oh, man. But, but yeah, so they talked a lot of stuff. And then Doc gave Pierce the, the wheelchair. I mean, it was, it was, was a pretty, pretty cool, cool moment, I would say, overall. We, we all know that yeah, definitely. Th- these are all the Celtics that, you know, Ray Rose, uh, Banner 17. So everybody should really love them. But there was one person that wasn't there. 
and I'm sure all of you can put two and two together. And it was Ray Allen, of course, who we all know had a weird falling out with the Celtics after he went to Miami. There was a lot of he said, she said, he didn't tell us, blah, 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 blah. And this morning, um, so during the during the segment, uh, KG and Paul Pierce and all of them chimed in as to their feelings about the whole Ray Allen saga. And basically their main gripe is that Ray not basically Ray didn't let any of them know that he was planning on doing this or even considering doing this. He kind of just did it. And he found out with the rest of us and they were just as shocked as we all were. Uh, and this, and uh, Kendrick Perkins was like, you know, it's, it's, it's his job to reach out to us. And KG kind of echoed those sentiments. And this morning, uh, Ray Allen posted a picture on his Facebook of him, like kind of elbowing Rondo while Ray Allen was with the heat. I forgot what the caption was, but it was something super petty. Uh, and in my head, I'm just like, my God, I, why can't we all get past this already? Or not we all, but the Celtics finally get past this. Yeah, it's, it's it, it seemed funny because, like, it seemed like they were leaving the door open. Like, they all said their piece, you know, even Garnett. And they were talking about how, you know, they were, they were you know, obviously, yeah. you know, they were pissed when he left. I mean, it, not... Part of it was that he went to the Heat, but more so the fact that, you know, like you said, he um, he just yeah. didn't say anything, which is crazy to me because the way that they made it seem like, you know, these guys were a family. They were really close. And, you know, I mean, were they talking to each other at the time? I don't, I don't understand how, like, you know, I, I, I wonder how much communication was going on at all at that point, you know, or if they were just kind of leaving him out yeah. to do his thing, yeah. you know. I think but that's the biggest way. unknown. What exactly yeah. – like right i mean how often were they talking to each other you know what i mean like are they you know yeah. they text every couple of days but kg or, did know, say like, kg and paul and i think rondo one of one of the three or maybe all three of them kind of said that ray was always kind of just like removed from everybody else like they would all yeah. go to ray's charity tra- charity events but ray wouldn't show up to there mm-hmm. yeah, I, ray I wouldn't show up this, to team yeah. dinners etc cetera, etc cetera. right I didn't say this yesterday, yeah, this, but this, this, this had this. Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah them but say it was reiterated yesterday. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And speaking of yesterday, speaking of Rondo, no, didn't say was, much he, of anything he kept when it mouth came shut. Right. He no. he didn't say anything. He said, "Nah, I don't know what to say." But the funniest thing is when they started talking about the Rondo. I mean, the the Ray Allen situation. And you guys can check this out. I I posted this. I took a screenshot and posted this with the hashtag CLPod, and it's. That when Garnett starts talking about the Ray Allen situation, that they're going to address it. The shit-eating grin that Rondo has on his face is just uh, is priceless. I mean, he is <laughs> like he's been waiting. Yeah. To I mean, it's no secret that it, uh, Rondo had some yeah, issue clearly, with Ray. Right. What that issue was and where? Yeah, those those guys no, just yeah, did I, not I, like again. Each other. There are a lot of unknowns <laughs> here, but I guess right. we'll probably never find out. And maybe last night yeah. was just the end of it, or maybe it was a new beginning for some more, you know, garbage going back and forth. But I guess, yeah. See, I, I hopefully they yeah, can put it, it aside someday. But I, I'm totally cool with them not doing it now. And and you know what? I'm even cooler with the fact that they left it in his hands for like him to be like, "Yo, what I did was wrong," you know. And it's they're not going to just be like, "Yeah, welcome him back into the fold," unless 
he mm. like addresses that you know so mm. that's hey whatever it's in his yeah, court i guess i wouldn't mind wants. seeing some more reunions especially if glenn davis is there <laughs> and, right. you know it would have been who who now who that wasn't there would you have liked to have been there the most hmm. that's a good of all of all the guys Cozy, that could have been guess. there See that, that now that was my that okay. I have a one A and a one B. Posey, Posey because um, you know like we only got him we yeah. only had him that one season. You know I feel like we kind of got it, it's a shame because had he sticked around for those other years. Although I mean Garnett got hurt the following year, but had we had Posey going forward, I mean he was a big piece. Um, yeah, he yeah. did a wait, lot wait, of wait. things. Wait, wait, wait! I actually you know? no, uh, I should have said this the first time. Well, now I'm kind of stuck mm-hmm. between Eddie House and. <laughs> Oh, Eddie House was yeah, my that's yeah. my one B was Eddie House. Yeah. I loved Eddie Our House. Reading, of course, um, I, he he was, yeah. When when and I was watching somebody somebody tweeted something of uh, old clips of Eddie House like his biggest games when he was with the Celtics. Like some games he hit yeah. seven threes a couple times. Um, you know he was just a little yeah. lightning bolt off the Him bench. And his I, I jersey that. half tucked in, just jacking up threes. And yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. love it in the headband. Mm-hmm. Right. But those guys all all said that like Posey was yeah, like the yeah, glue yeah. of that team, so it would have been interesting to see him. And I, w- I would have loved to hear his thoughts on the Ray Allen stuff, even though he wasn't there after the fact. Maybe it'd be like an outsider's yeah, perspective, yeah, you know what I mean? Because he also, I mean, he left for Indiana, you know, and he got a sweet deal. I can't blame yeah, him for doing sure. that. But um, but anyway, so that stuff is great. If anybody didn't see, you should check out the links. Area Twenty One on it's on Twitter, their Facebook, whatever. You you can watch them. Yeah. Good stuff. But um. So back to the playoffs or whatever, here, or whatever um, these have of, been, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Yeah. So uh, the the no surprise, Golden State and Cleveland rolled. I, I honestly, well, I shouldn't say no surprise. I mean, I assumed Golden State was going to wash Utah. I thought that Toronto would be a better matchup for Cleveland. Um, obviously, Kyle Lowry's health was a little. Uh, uh, was probably a big factor in in the fact that they were that bad, but they, I mean, I they think got they, they probably would have gotten swept without him. Well, with him, yeah, I mean, maybe, yeah, I, right, I, and they may Cleveland have. Cleveland just very seems well to be on this mission to just plow through everybody. Mm-hmm. I, well, and it, it's really looking like we're looking at round three, Cleveland, <sighs> Golden State, which I mean, I, nobody really wants to see, but I, you have to admit that that series, yeah, will it'll be, be pretty intense. intense. I mean, it's it. it you, I, I, it'll be a fun series to watch as a basketball fan, even if you're sick of seeing yeah. the same faces, you know. But um, for the only other good series besides the Celtics series, the Spurs and Houston, they're knotted up at two, um, heading back to San Antonio. They, they play do tonight, play tonight or... yes, at eight o'clock. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. So Tony Parker's out for the season. Um, obviously, that's tough. Nene's out for the season uh, for Houston. So, which loss do you think is uh, bigger? It's it's really hard to say because at this point, I don't know which team is just generally more vulnerable. I want to say the Tony Parker injury is a bigger deal because San Antonio just seems to be. I mean, I I it's it's weird because before this series, Lamarcus Aldridge was just like, you know, where is he? But now, over the past few games, he's showed mm. up. But I still think that they rely on Kawhi a little too much. So I want to mm-hmm. say that Parker being out is a bigger deal than Nene being out for Houston. Because Houston still has yeah, I, all, I, 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 I agree. all the shooters. 
Right. And then they get yeah, hot. Exactly. They can just win a game. Regardless like of what Kawhi is doing. Exactly. Yeah. I, I still, with home court, though, yeah. I, I don't know. I'd say it's close, but I, I still give them the edge to the Spurs. I this think is, they're still going to win the series. Even, even and, and, I, and obviously, the Parker being out is going to make next series really not competitive when that would have been a cool series, Spurs. Golden this is State definitely a strength. good series. And either, I, mm-hmm. I think either team I I don't know if they have a chance against San Antonio I'm I'm sorry against Golden State seeing as yeah that Golden State is basically replicating what the Cavs are just out in the west just steamrolling opponents mm-hmm. uh, but they're both good teams both good teams and uh, it's weird to say but I, I I guess both of them probably deserve to be in the conference finals but obviously they can't both be in the conference finals but I, I think I think Houston is going to pull it off. Yeah, I, I think it goes seven, and I think it's pretty close to a coin flip. But either way, I think either one of them is getting washed in the, yeah, the conference the finals. So not maybe it's maybe yeah, same it's thing not in so the East. I feel like whoever whoever wins Boston. Yeah, it's it's certainly uh, yeah, it's looking looking that way. I, I was thinking we would push them when we were looking really strong there, winning uh, six in a row. And then now come back to earth with these these last two games. Why don't, let's let's get into that last Washington game while we're talking about it. That was um, uh, that it was that was a little disheartening because we started off the game pretty good. They you know we I think we had what 10, 11 point lead at one point. Yeah, I want to say ten point. It was somewhere. It was it was low teens or eleven or twelve or you know something like that at most. But um, and and they yeah. were playing really. I, I well. was up. I was out of my um, seat, clapping. Let's do this. Yeah, and and we hadn't got a good jump on them this yep. entire series. So I mean that it, it, we weren't having to come back down fifteen in the second half. Um, and then um, yeah, and they were doing some cool. And I I did a blog post on this today. They were doing some really interesting stuff with Isaiah. They were taking um, – so what they were what they were doing was they were coming down the floor. And when we were up – I think we were up nine at this point. Isaiah had hit back-to-back threes. So Washington was trying to make it a point to keep Isaiah um, away from the ball. And they – he was walking off the court because they were trying to keep the ball from getting to him. And they were doing a pretty good job of it. And I imagine this was Brad Stevens' idea. Isaiah was walking out of bounds. Totally like out of bounds. Bench. Yeah, completely out of bounds. So his defender has to follow him over there because you can't leave him because then he could just step back and he's a corner three, you know, right, you know, wide open. And they, the Celtics were able to, with four on four, with all that space, Olenek took the ball to the yep. basket twice. Um, and, and I'd love to see him do more of that kind of stuff. Not not necessarily keeping Isaiah away from the ball, but finding different ways to get other guys' opportunities going to the basket. Um, you know, we've seen. Bradley is he's a good he's a good guy coming off the screens and around cutting to the basket. Remember how good he was with Rondo? I'd love to see him work some more stuff with like Al um on some pick and rolls and stuff and and get him the ball going to the hoop. Like they they need to make it can't just be as much as they're relying on their three-point shooting. No, it can't just not. be that, you know? They they have to find ways to get the ball. It's not like this Washington team is like some kind of defensive juggernaut. I mean, Gortat's a good rim protector, but even like in but the second half, he he's he's not quite the same player yeah. he is in the first two, half. Two things. I'm kind of surprised that that out of bounds 
stuff by Isaiah isn't illegal in the NBA. Right, like in the NFL, like they have in the um, if you voluntarily yeah, exactly. voluntarily step out of bounds, you can't be the first one to touch the ball mm-hmm. um, coming back in or on on any given mm-hmm. play. So if a wide receiver steps out and comes back in and the ball goes to him, it's basically like a dead play or it doesn't. Yeah, it's a penalty. Yeah, I, um, I would be. I I could see like one foot being like inadvertently out yeah. of bounds not being an issue, but if you were like completely yeah. stepping out of bounds with two feet, I'm surprised. I'm really. I, I am mean, surprised. He was that almost that like in the locker room. Like he was so he was so right. far out. <laughs> yeah, right. he, was, he was walking up the uh, the yeah. The so that's one. Aisle there. Two. Just like you said, it's not like Washington is this defensive juggernaut like San Antonio. The problem is that mm-hmm. when we keep getting out to these starts where we're 0 of 5, 0 of 6, 0 of 7, that's really tough because if we hit five of those shots and Washington misses its first whatever, then that's a much better start. Even if Washington makes its first 10 shots and we make our first seven shots, we're still in the game. But last, you know, game four was a little better in the sense that we weren't getting blown out in the first quarter. But we have mm-hmm. this weird thing where we keep getting into these horrible stretches where it's not like we're getting bad looks. These are quality shot opportunities, and the ball is just not going through the rim. Oh, and you know what Isaiah was saying after the game, and this this made a lot of sense. He was talking about how um, guys would miss a couple shots and then everyone yeah, started yeah, getting their cool. head down and like not playing with confidence. And he's like, you, we just can't, it can't be like that. You know, you take a good shot, you miss it. It happens. You have to keep your head up and be ready to take that shot. Again. Yeah, somebody, at some, some point, someone yeah. said something along the lines of like, what separates a good shooter from a bad shooter is just like short term memory or something like that. Like being able to just forget yeah. that you've, you could be, Oh, with 20, just all right well maybe that's an extreme example but if you're like oh a five that doesn't mean that you're 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 gonna say well all right that's it i'm done for the night i just have a bad i'm having a bad shooting night no just keep shooting one of those is bound to go in but if you're you know missing a few shots and all of a sudden you're like whatever you're gonna probably miss your next shot and the one after that yeah, everyone needs a little bit of that yeah. irrational confidence I mean, you, that J.R. Smith it. has. You know, that's and you definitely needs. see it with somebody like Jay Crowder. Like you can tell when he's just kind yeah. of like, "All right, I guess I just don't, I don't got it tonight." And it's so frustrating because you know he's a very capable shooter. We've we've seen it. He's like totally mm-hmm. gone off. But when he's kind of just like sagging his shoulders with his head down, and not to not to single him out either. Like Isaiah, Isaiah does the same thing. So something's definitely going to have to change, and they're going to have to change it very, very quickly. Because I, I I hate to say it, but if Boston loses this next game tomorrow night, they're going to be in big big trouble because Washington at home. Yep, I I think it's a must win. I think whoever wins Games Five is going to win this series. No, for sure. Um, so that, I think that's you know, and I I don't know what the statistics are. I'm sure that's probably yeah, a like landslide probably thing, anyways, when it's tied up to do. Yeah, but I mean, honestly, that's I'm, I think that's the way it's going to go down because if if Boston blows that game at home, I they're not. I don't think they're going to win two in a row with one of the no, games being in Washington. But should they win this game, 
I, it wouldn't shock me if they actually did win in Washington. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, yeah, it's I'm a more confident thing. in Boston winning you know? in Boston than I am in them having a shot in Washington. Right. I, I, I think it's almost a lock that this is going to. I hope not. I hope it goes six and Boston Wilson. wins in Washington for the first uh, that time would be this lovely. year. I would. Yeah, I would that would be great. That. But I guess we'll find out tomorrow. So everybody, stay tuned. It's like a really yeah. good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so oh well, so then Washington is going to get Ubre back after uh, he uh, assaulted Billy <laughs> <laughs> Olynyk on the most ridiculous, the most ridiculous thing ever. I mean that that hard screen that was um, really not wasn't anything. anything. I mean, right? I mean, it was a hard screen. It was it wasn't even. I don't even. I don't. I'm. I don't even know why they called it. And what bothers me is that people are um, calling Kelly dirty after. That. After that, yeah. screen. like, right? Oh and yeah, of all people, of all people, of all people. Draymond Green, <laughs> Draymond Green, <laughs> just uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, this guy's the Karate Kid out there. Yeah, and... I, I, I can imagine that everybody sees the irony in Draymond Green. I, I, I what yeah. was? Oh man, he was whistled for like four. I don't remember what the number was, but this ridiculous amount of technicals last year. Um, did he get suspended? Well, I don't think he did, though. Not, 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 not no, the no, 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 Cousins no, but, levels, right? I mean, he got suspended in the finals. That's right for the for the, for the, for the right because he kicked. The no, and no, he didn't nuts. kick him. It was his natural basketball motion. Anybody, any anybody oh, that plays right, basketball right. would know that. Sure. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that that happens yeah. all the time. Right. He also said that you don't kick um, people with your right. shin; you kick kick people with your foot. So that automatically. Oh yeah, obviously, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't even think of that. God, jeez. Oh, but so, anyways, so he came out, tweet. You know, he called Olenek a dirty player, which is I, how many times have they even played each other? You know what I mean? Uh, like, what would you? What What did he even? They played each other on, four, you know? four times. Yeah, I'm. I mean, uh, well, you know what it is. Oh, you know what? Now, now just thinking of this now, if it's up. Olenek had a huge game the last time Golden we State. played um, Golden State. That that um, that that big win that we had. Oh yeah, in yeah, Golden that, that State. Ended their this year. He had a monster game on him. I, I think he scored twenty something. I don't know. I, I, I whatever it was, he had a big game. It was one yeah. of his best games of the year, and it was probably with Draymond draped all over him. So that's probably where he's getting he all this to get, he from. He needs to stop because again, it's pretty it's pretty ironic that he's calling him dirty. I mean, just pull up the tape. Yeah, it's funny to me though. Like of of that team, like he's the one that makes them like unlikable. Like I guess every you know a lot of teams have every guy every team like good team has that like irritant guy. You go back to like the you know the um, the Spurs yeah. had Bruce Bowen, the um, the the Bulls had Rodman. Washington you know, the, has the, Brandon Jennings. Everybody, you know, you got to have the goon. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> Brandon Jennings. Oh my god. <laughs> but you know, everybody's no. They've got, but no. Washington does have. They've got Marquise that Morris. So that's what he does. You know what I mean? He's, uh, you know, different ways. But you know, that guy. That's a. Uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Draymond's a, a great, terrific player. But you know, he's got that mentality. I guess our guy's Marcus uh, Smart. Yeah, right? yeah. Um. So it's funny that they would call Olenek I the goon, but whatever. Um. But anyway, so so this got us thinking. We were talking about the Kelly on Kelly violence from Olenek to Kelly Oubre. So uh, our boy Justin came up with a list of some some possible 
name on name violence that we could uh, see some maybe some steel cage yeah. matches or something. Yeah, nothing's better than all right. Steel so we're going to run through this. It's, it's, that's all right. So Daron Williams versus Derek Williams. Both of them are on the Cavs. Oh. Right? Who you got? I don't know. Daron. I think this is a size thing. I think Derek. But what Williams I, but what I was going to say is that I, I think. Duran would be like sneak, sneaky good and like sneaky strong, maybe. And he'll sort of mm-hmm. like just like pull out a last minute victory of sorts. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with. Well, if it's a cage match too, we could just yeah, run out true. of cage real probably, quick. But I think probably Derek faster. Williams is. I think William Derek Williams is probably athletic enough to keep him from doing that. So I'm, I'm taking Derek on. Williams in this one. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Now, how about the Gasol brothers, Mark Ooh. and Paul? I think this is. Yeah. I mean, Mark's definitely going to say hammered. Versus Paul, Paul, who's who's come a long way from being the the man that got abused by Kevin Garnett <laughs> for that oh wait yeah was, right right bad. though am I right he got totally abused um and he's come a long way since then because I don't so much think of him no like no that no anymore. he's like really um, he's his game has changed he he had I mean he doesn't quite have the range like he used to have anymore so he has to do a lot more banging around inside so i think he's been toughened up maybe maybe he learned yeah. something from garnett but he'd still get stuffed yeah. in a locker no, but, but paul is de- pow has definitely changed his image for sure since those yeah yeah he's he's not the the no. flake that we all he's still gotta go with mark though. Was, but yeah yeah definitely that definitely um so danny green versus the aforementioned probably the Draymond best matchup green. you know what just just cause i gotta go yeah. with danny yeah, yeah, just because, uh, yeah, right, right. Can't be no, talking about our boy, so. <laughs> Danny Green. Um, Jordan Clarkson from the Lakers versus our boy, Jordan Crawford, who's on the Pelicans. Yeah, he still plays in the NBA. Know. We're just talking about this on the pod. I, I thought he was playing in China or Europe or something. I, I know he was for yeah. at least a little while. but um, So he's on the Pelicans. Good good for them. Um I don't know. I'm, yeah. I guess I'm picking our boy. Yeah, I'm I was going to say, on principle, so. alone, I got to go with Jordan. <laughs> right. Next up, and this is a, this is a landslide, uh, Jordan McRae from Cleveland. Well, maybe we'll get to see this next oh, round. Oh, that would be nice. Versus, versus our man Topher's boy, Jordan Mickey. I, this is not no contest, Jordan Mickey. I mean, it, it would be a no, a, no contest. Just, I think he might just throw him, jump. He might just leap over the yeah. cage, the side of the cage. He wouldn't even have to. Yeah, he wouldn't even have to climb because he's so. Mickey is just so long. Uh, yeah, no contest at all. This is this yeah. is easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how about Seth versus Steph? Seth the for Carter sure. Brothers. Yeah, I was just gonna say he's gonna be scrappy. You know, he wants to. I mean, if this is the one way he can get one up on his brother. It would be and I say that cage match. only because he wears a headband. Yeah, that's why. Okay. <laughs> no, that's you, you got. You got to watch out I mean, for the guys with the headbands. You know, they're they're the they're the sneaky sneaky good guys that. You know. And then throw in a wrinkle, Del Curry as the special Ooh, guest referee, right? The father has to try. You know, he's probably trying to break up the fight the whole time. So that would be I like that. that would I be like something. Um, and another guy I didn't know was still playing. Mike Miller still play. Is, is he still playing in Denver, or did he just write <laughs> he's that? He's still in playing, there? and he is playing in Denver. Wow, that is 
that is news to me. And I'll, I'll admit, I haven't seen a ton of Denver games this year, but still, I did not know that Mike – I mean, did he play or did he just sit there like James Jones does on the Cleveland bench? Many people watch Denver games. His knees must be like paper yeah. mache. Like I can't imagine. I don't know. I, Sometimes hey, you see these, these guys' names, and you're just like, "Wait, really? Like you're still in the yeah, league?" I, mean, I was still. still yeah, I was, I was joking checks, with man. with Mark before this started that James Jones is still in the league. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, go figure. I I don't yeah. know. LeBron's he's LeBron's <laughs> binky over there on the. Bench. It's like he has to follow him around. He's like his fluffer or something. Yeah, he's and cool. I like James Jones. I mean, but it's kind of weird that he doesn't play. Like, <laughs> I don't think he's. I, I don't know. Yeah, I haven't seen him play once. I don't think he played the last Cavs year. The would have either, to be so. up by like forty to justify putting him in him mm-hmm. in at this point. Right. All right. So, and one final one, and this is the best one because it's the same names off by one letter. We got our Isaiah Thomas. Versus the Pistons bad boy. Oh, Isaiah man, Thomas. this is tough. Yeah, this is tough, okay? And as much as I love Isaiah, he's a gritty guy, you know, and I'm not – this has nothing to do with size, but Isaiah played on those bad boy Pistons. I mean, yeah. there's an image there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's tough to – it's tough to pick our guy who's also smaller against but a guy Isaiah, that played in the I, 80s. Boston Isaiah is bigger, like in terms of like muscle mass. Oh, but yeah. So you sure. got to give him that. I'll give him that. That's that's that. true. That's true. He'd be like a little Ray yeah, Mysterio yeah, yeah. out there running around. Probably. probably. All right. That's it. I'm taking the upset. We can't pick no. the other Isaiah. So, so we're, we're going, going with Isaiah, Isaiah over Isaiah. All right. I, I sure. think we should. <laughs> all right. But besides that, that was fun anyway. So that was cool. Nice list, Justin. Thanks, buddy. Um, so playoff series here. A um, couple of guys. They just got swept. Um, Lowry, Gordon Hayward, um, they can both opt out of their contracts. Obviously, Lowry, there's like already like seven point guards on the Celtics, so not necessarily a fit. But we've been talking about Gordon Hayward all year. Um, you think getting swept, you know, adds anything to him getting out of town over there? Yeah, definitely. Especially done. losing to the team that they lost to. It, I mean, mm-hmm. with Boston, you can make the case that Golden State doesn't play in the East, so. It's like right. you come here, you're the missing, you're the missing link to get over Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I think it'd be awesome if they could sign him. I think they'd still have to make a counter. No, absolutely. Like Gordon Hayward to, is the answer to all of our um, problems. No, 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 no. But I, that's not what I mean, though. I mean, like uh, to clear oh, rosters. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't think you can have Crowder, Smart, Avery. You know what I mean? Um, all those guys. Somebody would have to go. Um, I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, Crowder could be a sixth man with that, and you know, and you could play a lot of small ball, and he could still Do get you a think lot of minutes. Sign up but, for that. Um, Seeing how 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 he well, he's already signed up. I mean, I don't think he has a choice. But um, but even yeah, I, I don't think he would be happy about that, especially after the way that he responded. You know, um, you know, after the Hayward got we would have to get ready Boston, for a year's but, worth of Twitter subliminal messages. Yeah, right. In all caps. Um, in but all I, I, I like Hayward because I think that he's a guy that can create offense on his own, right? If you have two guys like that, and, and if we did that, if we did sign him, then we could just roll out, like, whatever pick we get, if we get the first pick and it's Fultz or whatever it is, 
Um, we can add that person to the mix too. You know, you still have Jalen. Um, I don't know. It, it's definitely, uh, you know, I, and I guess you could make a package with a couple of players and maybe yeah. add somebody else. He's um, definitely a great fit but, in Boston for sure. We've, we've been over this in other parts. Yeah, I, I just, I, I I just think that watching this, that um, watching this series especially, and seeing times when they struggle scoring, um, and Isaiah having to do so much, um, and they have to rely on him so much. If there was a second guy that could find his own shot, I mean, there would just be. You can see the difference in the playoffs. So how yeah, how so, important to that would have be. that luxury to have two knockdown shooters on the same mm-hmm. team. Man, that's that's scary. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like the luxury so, that Golden State has, but times four. Yeah. Right. And and then so the other guy, Lowry, um, he can opt out. Um he's gonna have a lot of other good options besides staying in um he I mean, he's definitely gonna opt out. He only makes twelve million a year right now. So And I don't think Toronto um, Toronto's gonna have to maneuver too much with their salary cap to Yeah, and, and right, exactly. So I mean it makes one of our chief competitors in the East yeah. a little weaker for sure. Um I I was thinking, and this, as much as I wouldn't want to see this happen, make a lot of sense for Lowry. If if the Lakers can put a package together to get Paul George, and that's the guy that they want, whatever, um, they they could get Lowry too if they don't end up with Lonzo Ball. That would be pretty uh pretty enticing package yeah. over there. I imagine they'd have. Yeah, the I just I don't do like that. Lowry for the fact that he kind of just disappears for long stretches of time. He doesn't seem like, mm-hmm. at least come playoff time, doesn't seem very reliable. We don't need another semi-unreliable shooter. Well, he was big last year yeah. for them. That, he had that, a lot of and you can argue that he probably had right. some injury uh, yeah, going I think his, right. He's an injury. Yeah, right. He's an injury yeah. concern. So, uh, sure. I would have to pass, though. Um, so, yeah. And now, here, now, here's another thing we got to talk about. Our boy Brad Stevens got jobbed for the Michael H. Goldberg NBCA Coach of the Year <laughs> Award. Now, I don't, I don't know if you guys listening are – I don't know who the hell Michael H. Goldberg is and what the NBCA – I imagine that's the Coaches National Basketball Coaches Association. I don't know. But Mike D'Antonio and Eric Spolstra got it. Now, D'Antonio, I, whatever, he got that team to, what, the three seed over there, right? They ended up the three seed, right? Um, and Spolstra carried those Heat all the way to the nine seed in the East. So I mean that I didn't realize how valuable that. I can't believe that Stevens was the, the we were the one seed. There's no way we were supposed no, to be the one seed. No, absolutely not. With this, and, yeah, and he got shafted. I that is. I'm and I don't get me wrong. Those other guys did great. Spolstra, what he did with that team and turned them around. They still got off to that atrocious start. You know what I mean? Like, I guess they got Dion Waiters and whatever, but um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's laughable that, that he got the one seed and, and didn't I, – I don't know the voting. I didn't see it. Didn't even know it was called the Michael H. Goldberg Award. So Yeah, with all the talk uh, about how weak Boston is and how Isaiah Thomas is, like, their only good player and Al Horford is just like yeah. – commanding this crazy salary and he's not proving his worth for Brad Stevens to take this apparently very broken team and lead them to a, right, a one seed right. and, not, and not win the, the prestigious the- Michael H. Goldberg NBCA coach of the year award. That that's yeah, that, that, that seems a little, it seems a little uh, lame. 
Uh, Mike D'Antoni, I understand for sure. The D'Antonio, yeah, I I totally – the three seed, no one saw that coming after their bad year last year. But Eric Spolstra, they led him to the nine seed. I don't care. Since when is that, like, an achievement? But shout out to uh, Michael H. Goldberg. Yeah. You you've you've done something if your name is the coach of the <laughs> yeah. year award. So, and we're probably sound like idiots. Probably everyone probably <laughs> you knows don't who know who Michael H. Goldberg I, I, is. I honestly have no, I have no we'll idea who that there. is. But we sh- we anyways, should have done before. We'll check it out. Yeah, we'll we'll yeah, we probably should have. Yes, <laughs> it's all right. Uh, all right, so a couple other minor little things. Um, so we were talking about Jennings before. Uh, we had a little beef between him and Rogier. So they, they were they also got ejected in that game on was it Saturday? Well, Friday, um, Sunday. Um, no, yeah, yeah, Friday, Friday. Yeah, that no, was the game Sunday, Sunday. Friday or or Thursday, whatever yeah, the game game two. They they both got ejected in that game. Um, Rogier has been playing out of yeah, his he's mind. He's playing great. Uh, he was the only guy that really played well in, in game uh, four. Um, he was 16 and seven. I think, I don't know what he was a plus. He was the only like Celtic uh, that his was rebounding. Plus, I think. Is crazy. Uh, I, I love the guy because he just does, he can do Literally. everything, you know, he can, he can score, he can rebound. He can, he, and he's a good, he's a playmaker. Um, he's a good, he's a plus defender. Um, and, it's like uh, you know, and obviously he's a little uneven. Uh, you know, the the layups, the missed layups, yeah, is obviously an issue. Maybe it's a focus thing, um, but at the same time, I can see him developing into something you know really special. He he's yeah, a, he he's just a needs really to fine tune his shooting touch and just like finishing at the rim. But he has the speed. Mm-hmm. He has the like defensive foundation. Like he he gets he gets what he's doing on defense. Obviously, he can be better, but he gets it. But yeah, the, the biggest thing is, right. is like. Finishing at the rim, it's like so infuriating. Like most of the time, he has a layup, he misses it. It might be sort of rolling it off his hand mm-hmm. a little too hard. I, I don't know. I, I'm not a shooting coach, but I, I think these are yeah, all things right. that you can fix. Exactly. I think it's focus or whatever it is. Uh, I think it's something that he can address. But he's very dynamic, and I like the fact that he's can no, he can take it to the rack. And you know, a lot of guys are hesitant. Um, so. Yeah, as for the other game, uh, there was that awful 26-point run that we're not going to talk nope. about ever again. It, that was abs- just a complete mess. Um, turnovers seemed like they were forcing things. Uh, you know, I saw Isaiah dribble off his leg a couple times trying to drive up the middle. Um, you know, just just bad basketball. And then they, they got off and running, and that's the one thing you definitely don't want Washington to do because they will run you off the floor. Coming up the court, they got a lot of quick guys um, and walls. Yeah, off animal. turnovers. After watching the Golden State game last night, I would say that Washington kind of resembles Golden State off of turnovers, just driving up the court. Just with the speed, mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. it's they're very very similar. I'm not saying that they they're exactly the same, but with the speed that they drive up the court after a turnover, it's yeah, their 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 transition offense is pretty serious so you, you can't turn the ball over yeah. against them they had 25 fast break points and 56 points in the paint those were like layups like you know like they were i mean how many in a row in that 26 oh run i think 16 of those points were like yeah. just clean you layups can't. you know and then they, they 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 crush us on the boards again i'm pretty sure 
what was it, 45 to 31? Is that right? <laughs> That's awful. Um, so, yeah. But, um, you know, that, they got to clean it up. Going back to Boston, um, you know, they should, they should be, I anticipate, a much better game. I think the Celtics, you know, at least when you get crushed like that, it 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 gives you a little more incentive that, wow, we really got railroaded. We really need to change some things. Although I was a little upset today that I heard that Steven said that Amir is going to start decision. again, which I just don't understand why, you know? I mean, he he wasn't awful in that game, but it's he just, just looks so and slow it's, out it's there. It's not a knock I, against I just, him. He's been, he's been great for us. No, he was a good player all not, year. But, you know, you can see the knee, and you see the knees, and whatever it is, it, he doesn't have the burst anymore. And it's clear. You know? So, if we can see it, right. Brad should be able to see it. But yeah, I just don't understand what's the point. It's not like they, you know, Morris isn't that big of a guy where we need a mirror out there. I'd rather start Jarebko if you don't want to mess up the lineup. Put Jarebko in there or go small. Yeah, I'd bring rather Jalen in. in. Honestly, just give it a shot. If it doesn't work, yeah, it hasn't worked with a mirror, yeah, and a mirror's been pulled up for a few minutes anyway. So, what's right. the worst that can happen? I don't mind putting Crowder up against Morris, and then um, and then it would be Jalen Brown on Otto Porter side of the game. I think that's what you should do. Any you know? anybody but Amir right now. And again, this is not a knock against Amir. Yeah. This is just not. This isn't the series for him right now. No, and yeah, I just. Uh, but whatever. I mean, he's be that he'll probably yeah. have a short hook. Hey, this, that's my anyway, point. So. so why not just uh-huh. start? <laughs> Why not just just eliminate yeah. the hook all together? Right, let's see tomorrow, though. Right. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, anything uh, else you want to no, shout just, out, uh, Lewis? I hope, again, I, I hope we, we pull this off tomorrow because I, I feel much more confident about winning in Boston than I do about winning in Washington. If we lose, if we lose tomorrow, it's yeah. tough. But I, I think Isaiah Thomas did say that this would be the most important game of his career or he would play as such. So right. let's see if he can back it up and hopefully they don't get yeah, frustrated I'm... and start turning the ball over, sagging their shoulders, head down, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. They need to play with, with energy and the garden sh- better be rocking. Yeah, I, I, I hope, I assume I hope it will be. so because they, yeah. they definitely need the, the support right now after two really bad losses yeah it's a must-win game for sure um so you guys don't forget later this week stay tuned we're gonna have our our paul pierce mailbag pod we got a lot of real cool stuff from from you guys different memories a lot of stuff that i forgot about you know there's we had so many years of pierce uh, i remember all the big moments but some of the some of the cool ones that people pointed out were really uh interesting stuff um don't forget to check out the links at the top of Celtics Life. We've got a huge variety of shirts and hoodies in the store. And you can even get tickets to Game 5. Um, you can find the pod on Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, most podcatcher apps. Uh, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you like what you hear, be sure to rate us five stars. If you don't like something or have a suggestion, make sure to let us know. Leave a comment on any Celtics Life article or on Twitter with the, the hashtag CLPod. We're always trying to bring you the Celtics coverage you want the way you like it. And from myself and Luis, we'll see you guys later later this week.